0: Hey there, I'm Krista Vance, entrepreneur and operations leader.
1: And I'm Matt Vance, award-winning author and social innovation researcher. We're your hosts of the Culture Profit Podcast.
0: Your place for purposeful company culture strategy.
1: Learn from HR pros, executives, and thought leaders how to prioritize profits by prioritizing people.
0: This episode is sponsored by Mobrium the best friend of forward-thinking HR leaders, helping you strengthen your employer reputation as a reflection of your real culture.
1: Learn more at mobrium.com.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Culture Profit Podcast. I'm your co-host, Krista Vance.
1: And I'm your co-host, Matt Vance. The Culture Profit is a podcast series obsessed with one question, how can culture drive greater profits? Today, we're excited to chat with Scott Carr, Director of Marketing Communications at Stukent, A digital courseware provider servicing over 5,000 collegiate and high school institutions, including UCLA, BYU, and Oxford. Say hello, Scott.
2: Hi, how's it going? Thanks for having me, Krista and Matt.
1: Yeah, we're excited. We're excited that you're here with us, Scott. So, Scott Carr is the Director of Marketing Communications for EdTech Innovar Stukent. Scott's experience in brand strategy blends business development concepts with proven marketing tactics to further Stukent's mission to help educators, help students, help the world. Prior to joining the Stukent team, Scott held several leadership roles in marketing and brand management at consumer goods companies such as Maloof, Ifit, and Melaleuca. Scott earned an MBA from Idaho State University and a BA from BYU outside of work he cherishes the many adventures he has with his wife and their two children thanks again for being here so before we kind of jump into things i've got a get to know you question you're an incredibly accomplished professional scott that could work anywhere so why are you working at stukent in idaho falls idaho of all
2: places (laughs) yeah thank you um you know stukent's an amazing thing um I've always loved education. Uh, I've, uh, you know, made that a part of my life as I've grown up and learned. And I know that education can come through formal means, uh, but also informal means. And as I've studied Kent and followed it throughout the years, it's, it's been incorporated for 10 years now. Um, I'm just inspired by the mission and what Kent's doing. Uh, I previously, at a, at a previous employer, worked together with the founder and CEO of Stukent. So I've stayed in contact with him over the years and always been really impressed. Um, but the mission of helping educators help students help the world, as I look at what Stukent offers, it, it makes me say, I wish I had that when I was in school. I wish that I learned those things when I was in college. Um, and I can't do that and I can't go back, but what I can do is influence what somebody who's maybe 12 years behind me is thinking and hoping so they can prepare better for the workforce and for an industry that is quickly evolving because marketing today is far different than what marketing was five years ago or 10 years ago. And so that's why I'm here at Stu Kent, uh, Idaho Falls. I'm an Idaho boy. So uh, the Western side of the state, much different than the Eastern side of the state, but uh, I'm still, I have Idaho roots. So that's why I'm here.
1: So Idaho roots. So you grew up in Boise, is that right? Correct. Okay, so almost like being a city boy in the potato farm or the potato farm state, I guess you could say, I
0: thought roots was potatoes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's definitely eastern Idaho. Uh, Yeah, so I'm from western Idaho Boise. I mean, it's not a big city by any means, uh, but it's definitely more metropolitan than uh, what Idaho Falls is. And so um, I've learned a lot over the last uh, few months as I've lived here in Idaho Falls. I've learned how to plow uh, with a blade on. I've learned the rules and regulations of water irrigation and water rights. And uh, it's it keeping me on my toes. So I'm excited to, to be here learning new things.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that definitely is impressive. And, uh, you know, it may sound like some watered down skills to, figure all that stuff out. But you got to be sharp to know your stuff in the agricultural industry. So that's, that's impressive, Scott.
2: So thank you. Thanks um, for throwing in some dad jokes too, Matt. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a dry sense of humor, but not today, I guess. So tell me before we kind of move on to some of our primary questions here, tell me just a little bit more about Stukent and who is their target audience? Like who's using
2: yeah, yeah. so Stu uh is used by professors uh, mostly. So uh, professors of business marketing or communication, and their students. So if you can put yourself in the the mindset that you're a student of social media marketing, digital marketing, maybe public speaking, we have over forty different courses that we offer. Um, and it's a simulated internship or a simternship is the the brand name that we use. Uh, to share what it is that we do. So we have a simulated environment where the students get in and they practice what they're actually going to do when they're at job one or two right out of college. So it gives them real world experience. It allows them to interact with a supervisor in a simulated environment. Uh, They have coworkers, they have different assignments that they get, uh, and then it's all kind of auto graded and run in the background so it doesn't add workload to the professor it just enhances the courseware that they're already providing to their students
1: that's pretty awesome yeah yeah that
0: is something that i wish i had too like you said i that's very uh selfless of you to want to give back something that you didn't have yourself i think
2: (laughs) oh well thank you yeah it's a really a brilliant product and uh you know there's a need for it. Um, And higher education is constantly being viewed out of, you know, students are making a financial decision as they're weighing this out, as they're considering their future career, like, do they need a four-year degree in order to, you know, receive the type of job that they're wanting to? And, And so I feel like Stukent and what we're providing is allowing, you know, professors and higher education to continue to be a better option for students who are wanting to learn specific skills in specific industries, um, and it really rounds out the experience. So it's not just an academic or theory-based education, but it actually has hands-on, practical application as well.
0: Yeah, that real-world real application is huge, and and I think, like you said, I think the higher education world has changed a lot, especially since COVID and yeah. yeah that real world experience is so necessary to to stand out i think that's awesome yes yeah. yeah so throughout your career you've been in marketing and pr you've been a people leader and now at Stukent you're doing it all from your experience how have you seen company culture drive greater profits
2: great question and i wish it was a question that more people uh, provided answers to, because especially in the in the world of marketing or PR, a lot of financial leaders will view those as cost centers of the business rather than growth generating centers of the business. And in partnership with, with HR and with employee experience, like company culture is a part of the brand, um, regardless of how you look at it, in my opinion. So Jeff Bezos, the Amazon founder is famous for saying, what is branding? Uh, Branding is what people are saying about you when you're not in the room. Uh, So from a marketing perspective, we can say things about ourselves all day. Um, But the essence of who we are as a company or a brand is what other people are saying about us. And so managing that reputation or that brand across multiple platforms is so important. And so when you talk about Uh, company culture and how does it go profits? Well, some of my own personal experiences as I've worked with organizations who had great company culture and not so great company culture, uh, the employee engagement is palpable. You You can see it, you can feel it when employees are engaged in what the company is doing and if there's a shared mission or vision behind what they're doing. And so as I look at some of the past organizations that I've worked for that were maybe more generated by bottom line profits or shareholder value, uh, it was a much different culture than those who were you know, bought into this vision. And this is what we have at Stucan, a vision of what we can change education to be um, or how we can improve the world to be a better place. And that's, that inspires me as an individual, it inspires a lot of other employees. And some metrics that I've found um, So social media marketing is one of the areas that I'm responsible for here at Stukent. And as I compare employee engagement on social media to Stukent compared to previous companies I've worked for, um, on average, there's about a 50% increase in employees sharing about the mission of the company, not just that, Hey, I work at this cool company and they provide cereal in the break room for free. That's Mm -hmm. cool. But like these are these are posts that hey I'm working for this company and I'm making a difference in the lives of these students who are then going on and and changing the world in in whatever format they choose and so it's it's a different deeper level of employee engagement that is surely leading to profit growth um, because we all know the stats about employee turnover and employee disengagement and how that's a real cost to companies um, and talking about turnover too. Um turnover at StuCamp, for example, is less than 5%. It's it's three and a half percent on average, month to month, which is which is great. And then we're a software as a service company and other software as a service companies, the, the industry average is close to 20. So the fact that we have an employee group who's dedicated and you know has a shared vision of what we're doing, but that we're investing in this company culture is making a difference financially for the company as well.
1: That really is amazing. You know, I don't think I've thought of um, measuring like frequency and quality of employee posts across social media as a way to gauge engagement. But I think that's really smart and very intuitive because it's an organic metric. It's something that's happening on its own. And from some of the research I've done, um, with LinkedIn sharing specifically, employees are believed three times more than anything a leader can say because they're, you know, more, less, less biased, right? The leadership always has to say what they have to say because they're public figures of a company. But yeah. it's, the, you know, the rest of the team, their voice, their perspective that um, carries more weight. It's more of a peer-to-peer sharing of feelings and sentiment online. So I think that's really neat.
0: That's right. going to be so much more believable to anyone on the outside looking at Stukent, somebody who's working there and just experiencing it for themselves rather than the company itself talking about it, right?
2: Yep, totally. Yep. Yeah, but I know you two are experts in the, the review field. And so um, yeah, a similar benefit that we're seeing with user generated content of employees sharing their experiences, very similar to. If an employee is sharing, you know, their experience on Glassdoor, for example, and and how that benefits the company.
0: Yeah, it seems like what Stukent's doing with really having that intrinsic mission is is more valuable than any of those smaller perks that companies often talk about, right? Like you mentioned the cereal in the break room and just other little things like that. They, they aren't as meaningful and long term as something like a mission and and having values like that. So. Yeah, it seems like and that I, really. I should
2: be. say we still have cereal in the break room here, but uh, it's, it's <laughs> you not, got, both we got both of them. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Even better. So, okay, so from your experience, um, you let's see, you're also coordinating. You, I hear you're coordinating with HR as well with marketing. So that's an interesting crossover. So how how do you feel they can ins- intersect strategically? With HR teams and marketing, and what does that look like at StuKent?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think marketing and HR are highly um, compatible departments and have a lot of overlapping objectives and goals. And so, as as we look at how at StuKent we've overlapped those things, uh, the first example that comes to my mind is is our website. So we spend a lot of time and energy on improving messaging on our website, branding on our our website, and making it the most persuasive and engaging. And so as you go to our careers page, you know, this is a project that we just updated about six months ago um, to really put our best foot forward when there's new applicants looking and considering, you know, a job opportunity with Stukent. So uh, that's an example of a project that is run by HR, Uh, but heavily influenced by marketing because we're the ones that are creating that asset, right? Um, And so there's a lot of opportunity like that, especially, you know, as we're sharing job postings and everything's on social media, or we're contemplating our blog strategy of, you know, how often are we going to cadence things that are specifically for professors versus students versus potential employees? um and and taking all those things into consideration with our communication plan Um, another area we we mentioned about reviews and that's that's an area that as a marketing team we feel like we can add assistance uh for for writing and for designing you know email invitations to be sent out different things like that uh just to improve the overall branded experience and consumer experience um that hr is trying to get internally marketing is trying to get externally and we're trying to blend those things where marketing's really good at something hr is really good at something and we can learn from each other in that process too
1: i really like that i think you know the more that you can learn from each other and understand each other's strengths and weaknesses to create some synergy that's definitely a positive partnership um, i've also had the experience of working on the marketing side and the HR side. And I a hundred percent agree with you, Scott, that there's a lot of synergy that comes from work, those two groups working together. And one thing that's kind of interesting to me is, uh, you you know, you talked about uh, like the marketing team helping with the career page, for example, like that's a, a sharing of expertise in marketing, but it's being applied to the use case of HR's need, needing to attract, job seekers and and it's interesting because that can be a, a showcasing piece, right? Because you may have customers who are looking at how you speak to and treat employees and job candidates and vice versa, you can have job candidates and employees that are seeing how you treat customers and potential clients and you know maybe universities and professors that you're trying to work with. And even though you kind of stay in your lane, so to speak, with some of those um, projects and objectives, you need to be mindful that other stakeholders are observing they're watching you're performing you're on stage um, when you're completing those projects especially when they're public facing um, and so there's definitely some benefits from working together and collaborating um, from the marketing and hr side i think that's awesome i think mm-hmm. there's probably
0: a, lot of, uh, a very different perspective that each side brings to the marketing side you're obviously your expertise is more focused on uh, strategic content and the wording and and how things are displayed. And HR is they're more people focused, right? And so I think together you make a great team and you put out the best product, right?
2: Yep, yep, yeah. And without that collaboration and coordination, we wouldn't put out the best product because we would be, you know, solely focused on maybe where we are tend to think or you know, what we're comfortable with. And so being able to broaden that horizon and add more diversity into the uh, thought process and the building together brings a better product in the end. Uh, Matt, I really like you talking about uh, stakeholders of the business. And I think uh, that's a that's a phrase that I love in when we're talking about company culture and branding overall, is that the, the experience of every single stakeholder within the company or the influence of the company needs to be considered. And um, it can't just be about financial success of the company because you gotta take into consideration employees and their families, their neighbors, the community as a whole that you live and reside in. Then you take your customer and how utilizing it and how's it influencing their life and decisions. Um, And so there's so many different people that are in that kind of sphere of influence And so we want to take each of them into consideration as we're, you know, making progress and putting out messaging moving forward.
0: So smart.
1: Uh, And I agree with that entire list of stakeholders that you mentioned, Scott. I've also seen the uh, financial industry investors take specific interest in what content is published online, specifically UGC reviews. Reviews are an interesting piece of user-generated content because every review that submitted also has a star rating attached to it that impacts a lifelong star rating. And that's that's an aggregation of the voice of all people sharing about a product, a company or an employer. And so like you guys at, you know, Stukin is doing an awesome job um, providing this mission to the world and to the employees to connect to, and they're sharing about it across social media. And the more as they share employee reviews, those pieces of content will impact the ratings for the life of the company, which is definitely pretty cool. Um, yeah. So we got one more question for you, Scott. So in, in your career you work, you've worked for companies that heavily focus on improving the world in one way or another for companies. And you've also worked for companies that don't have that focus. How have you seen employee engagement impacted by a company mission or lack thereof? I know you talked about this a little bit before, but do you have any more examples or personal stories about how a mission really drives engagement and performance? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest theme that kind of sticks out to me with that question is kind of the buy-in or the excitement of individuals at work. So um, I would say I've worked at four companies uh, in my career, and I would kind of split it down the middle to say two were maybe mission-driven and two uh, were very much profit-driven and the mission was secondary. Um, As I compare my experience there and my interactions with my coworkers, like the joy of coming to work and contributing is so much stronger at the companies that are mission-driven. Um, in my opinion, you know, there's something to be said about coming, working, learning, doing your best, and then that money going to the owner's uh, new Mercedes Benz, for example, uh, that, it, that is made versus uh, me doing all those same things that I was doing previously, working my hardest, learning, growing as an individual and as a professional, but knowing that the profits that are used are doing something beyond just driving for more Wealth within the ownership, right now, wealth generation is great. Uh, entrepreneurship is awesome. Like I am, I am a capitalist uh, business person, but I will say there's there's an aspect of conscious capitalism that is very inspiring to me, and that I've seen inspire large groups of people. And that is when we collectively use all of our skill sets together to further a, a monumental change in the world. And I think that's what gets me really excited to get out of bed and to come to work each day is to know that the work and the skills that I have to contribute are going to benefit somebody besides just myself or just my boss, for example. Um, And I think that's kind of the key that I've seen as a difference and and having a shared vision and a mission is maybe the catalyst uh, to get everybody marching and singing the same tune. Oh, that's amazing.
0: What I'm hearing is it's great to have a mission, right? But a lot of companies have a mission. You can find it somewhere on their website. But some companies are driven by their mission and it's reflected in where the money goes and how people are treated and and just the overall feeling that the company has and the things that the way that even the employees act. Um, Or you can have a company who has a mission, but it, like you said, it's just kind of in the background. It's not something that they're actually really implementing. It's just it exists. Right. So to really have the effects of that engagement where people feel the value of the mission, it has to be a mission driven company reflected in in everything. Great.
1: I I would just add to that that I totally agree. I've lived in both of those environments um, from a work, you know, work history experience. And it really makes a huge difference. Everyone can feel that mission embedded into everything that they do. And and that definitely opens up a desire to work harder and do more, contribute your ideas, and do your best work. So I think that's awesome. But any, anything else you'd like to add, Scott, while before
2: we wrap up? Oh, just thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited to listen to future episodes of this podcast because I think it's a it's an awesome topic that uh, is probably not getting discussed enough. And I think uh, as we as we help kind of collectively realize that there's great benefits to having a people first business, um, that more people will be treated well and. Hopefully overall happiness just improves.
0: Definitely. Well, thank you for that. And thanks so much for being on our podcast today. Your your experience, your insights were so valuable. I'm sure our listeners will find that for sure. Um, and just, yeah, to thanks, thanks to everybody who listens in and we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Culture Profit Podcast. And for being a part of our journey to prove that putting people first is best for business.
1: Today's episode was sponsored by Mobrium.
0: Want to get more employee reviews and streamline your employer reputation? Visit Mobrium.com.
1: Now go find one way to prioritize your people and watch your
2: profits grow.